Hi, I'm Alex Pearson. I'm Justin Pearson. Welcome to the Brother Side Podcast. Today we have a special guest, Mr. Adam Monkey. Adam, how are you doing today? Good. What's up, guys? How are you? Good. Real good. good, man. Real good. Thanks for having me. You betcha. You know, you introduce everybody as a special guest. I just <laughs> know. I just special. I know there's, but I mean, I think we but need to change it for each here's person. Here's a less special guest <laughs> next time. Right? More special. It doesn't have to be less special. Okay. Here, here's more than last week's special. <laughs> <laughs> Blake I'll hasn't. It. I'll take it. Our last guest, Blake, he said he didn't hadn't listened yet. So, he he met with Aaron today, and she, he told her that he hadn't listened. Wow. So that's, yeah, that's great. Adam's definitely more special than Blake. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Listen to our podcast. <laughs> or, so um, then we don't have to say anything bad yeah. about you next week. No, I'm on, on the edge of my seat for that third one. You know what I mean? <laughs> So Adam, tell us a little bit about yourself. You're a married guy, you have kids. I am, I am. So I've been married for six years and I have three boys, uh, Monty, Maverick, and Mercer. Okay. And their ages are four, three, and two. And, oh, and uh, so yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's, it's a hectic uh, day to day, but we love it, so. Yeah, mm -hmm. is, is your house is pretty rough then, a lot of rough houses. You know, I, you know it's funny, because we, um, we, we lived in the barn for almost a year. Wait, back up. Yeah. What? Yeah, so, so, so <laughs> I, we used to live in, the, in, in, in Fremont, Nebraska. And, uh, you know, we got to the point where we'd kind of outgrow the house we were in. And, and uh, fast forward, it was um, on the market for a few days and sold really quick. We did it private sale and, and uh, cut to the place we were moving to um, was empty. Uh, the farm that I actually grew up on and uh, we have a bunkhouse out there and so that's where we lived for a year until uh, the remodel and addition were done um, wow. on, the, on the house we live in now so wow so, so you, what do you mean bunkhouse like is it like an apartment kind of I mean it had a bathroom <laughs> a bedroom like a studio apartment it's a, it's a good question so it, it's um hmm was there I animals think, underneath you <laughs> so, <laughs> oh so, so no but above so it's like it's where me and my dad we've traveled the world hunting um okay all over the world and there's um i'm trying to think how many continents there's critters from but so not above us or below us but above us so the whole room it's in essence a trophy room and so oh. there's three rooms um we've got south africa new zealand a um, whole bunch of different critters in there and needless to say it was it, it had air conditioning and it had heat so yeah, well, that's all you need. What's, what's yeah. the craziest critter you've yeah. shot? It's got to be a lion. Bear, bears are up there, and lions, and not, no lions yet. Is um, that even yeah. legal anywhere? It is. It oh, is. yeah. you got to pay sure. big money for those kind of permits, don't you? Correct, yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's an integral part of the, the conservation, too. I mean, the, the... The money that you pay for the permit is. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. yep, precisely. So, yeah, we... We lived there. Uh, the, it was winter time, so we moved in in like the November time frame, and it got to late spring. There's a terrible blizzard, and um, needless to say, we, we slept in the garage portion, but it was still, you know, it's still it's sealed off, right? So sure. Mice aren't running through the bottom of the door, right. but I we set up our bed like a barracks. So at the time, my wife was expecting our our our, our uh, Mercer, who's who's the youngest, and she was laying there in the there was a blizzard, so her hair was waving in the, <laughs> oh, in the air as we slept. She's like, we got to get in the house. Yeah. <laughs> My wife oh, wouldn't be down with that. No, uh, no. no it's funny. I have a one of the guys that works with me. He is living in a shed right now. He built an apartment inside of a shed on the land that, that he's building a house on. 
So it's weird same that same like concept. same concept. That's it. Yep, he they moved out of their house. He he's very ha- handy enough to build an apartment. Like cool. for me, it would just be like sleeping bags in a shed. <laughs> it wouldn't be like. <laughs> but he like framed it all out, drywall, you know, the works, you know, That's in perfect. the shed, and plus a camper. They have a camper in there also. So okay. it's yep. So yep. your kids jack around before they go to bed. You know, like keep <laughs> you do. up and they start do. slapping each other. Big time. And yeah, so to piggyback, when when you when when you ask if our if our house is pretty. Um, break proof it is because once we moved in it wasn't uh we bought the necessities and and uh, kept the whole house a rumble room because knowing the i mean the writing was on the wall oh yeah, yeah. shit's gonna get broke yeah oh, for sure you can't for sure. you can't stop it no it's, no it's you mitigate it right? yeah <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> that's right it. that's it you try to just lessen the damage that's right that's yeah right. yeah it's uh i have two boys okay so and they're six and three and almost four so I have a no. similar, I feel how you, but they're not one year apart. Yeah. So my oldest definitely dominates the youngest, kind of like I used to dominate and still do Alex. Uh, and, oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you gotta throw that in. There, I used it. So, you know, back then, it's still very much one-sided. And uh, I can understand that's a pretty tight group. I mean, it, it it, someone might have the upper hand at any given point. Now, yeah. Maybe not the two-year-old, but no, you know, he he holds his own. He's gonna be, you know, and he's he's a grinder in his own right because he has to be, right? He's yeah, he's excelled faster than those other two just by default because he's, he's sure it's, it's survival mode. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. When you're the younger one, you just get tougher, stronger, right. smarter. Yeah, probably smarter. better looking. Smarter. Yeah. No, no yeah. one says that. Yeah. No, and so. I, and I'll be completely honest. This I was I didn't know if I was going to do this today or not. But you know, obviously we just met you guys, and on the way down I had to get a ride from my wife just because we don't come to the big city very often. But <laughs> we actually, we actually, and I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. We'll talk about this later. But when this airs, it'll be fun. But um, we're actually expecting our fourth. Oh, and no, nobody knows about this except for you guys now. So hey, that's awesome. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so uh, when your viewers know, um, our folks will know. And uh, we'll that's find awesome. out here at 5.15 if it's another boy or girl. But, uh, yes, yeah, wow. so congratulations. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, cool. I feel honored that we're the yeah. ones that yeah, find Yeah, you should. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, so timing was right. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These sound effects are coming to you anyway. I would say... They couldn't have been better for this moment. Yeah, yeah agreed. Yeah, agreed. that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it'll be cool. Is it going to be another M name? I think so. Yeah. What's the trend? Yeah. What is, what's the, the what's with the M's? I don't. Just rings well. I, so like, <laughs> so here's, here's where I, here's where I go are like M and M and M. So I've been I, I I have big hopes and dreams of someday getting my 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 favorite name in there. I've always wanted to do like a a Sue. A boy named Sue, like okay. middle name da- okay. Danger. Okay. Sue Danger <laughs> Monkey. That's got a nice ring to it. Sue yeah. Danger Monkey. If we're gonna stick to the M theme, and okay. if it's another boy, man, I, I'm I'm lobbying the hell out of my wife for this one. But call him Maine, like Maine? the state. Yeah. Okay. Main event. Main event. Monkey. A <laughs> <laughs> born oh, like man. UFC fighter or yeah. something. Yeah. So that's the, that's the main thing behind the M's. It's like. To me, when you're going to name your child, what's going to sound good over the loudspeaker? It's like, yeah. Yeah. Monty Monkey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Maybe. he's going to catch some shit for that, though? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for, he's less than bullied, Sue, like, though. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, that's I awesome. mean, the thing is, if he's got good friends, he's going to catch shit either way. True. You know, it's just what are they going to make fun of him for? Yeah. How bad it's going to be. Right, right. Exactly. 
Well, you're not helping the cause with the name. No. <laughs> no. I find myself fine subject to like, I always patronize uh, my folks and my in-laws, but they always get them mixed up. And then when I get raging mad, I do too. I'm like, what? What? which one are you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys know what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I call them. Set myself up. I have two kids and I mix them up. <laughs> and they don't start with the same letter name. <laughs> yeah. I just think bad. I'm slow. So I don't. <laughs> like I said, the dumber brother. It, that's people don't air. call me that. That's on air. People don't say you're the dumber brother. That's never happened. I think most people would agree, though. They might think that. Yeah, no one said it out loud, but they all know. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's talk about something different. Yeah, so. Smarter brother. Adam comes into the studio limping, and there's a reason. This guy runs ultra marathons. Yeah. For those who don't know, an ultra marathon is a marathon over 26 miles, correct? Correct. Correct. Anything over the marathon distance of 26.2 would be um, coined a, an ultra marathon. <clears throat> There's distances of uh, primarily anything 30 miles to 240 miles out there. Um, there's what? six day events. There's oh. numerous. Um, yeah, the 200 milers, those are through multiple days. Um, you know, the 200 milers are a um, grip and bear it for as long as you can until you're done. You know, just like a 100 miler. But Ugh. Uh, multi-day events, um, multi, uh, um, actually there's people who do run those multi-day events straight through, you know, they're up for three, four, six days at a time. How? I just don't, I don't understand how you can do that physically. Like it, and it doesn't come down to the physical portion of it. I'd say that's 10% of it at, at, at any distance, but then, you know, it's some, most of the time it's, it's, it's that mental fortitude and the capacity to push through yeah and in not sleep yeah um, dial in your nutrition all those things can can definitely uh play a role in succeeding or not but sure let's let's kind of back up a little bit sure so you don't just jump into ultra marathons how did you get started in running in the first place you know far distances yeah yeah, great question so in 2010 um i had moved back I i had played college football and I was uh, played college football for South Dakota State. I didn't have any injuries at the time. Sure. Um, I messed up my ankle once in the Iowa State game um, my sophomore year, but that was easily fixed. And what position did you play? I was a running back, kick returner, punt the returner. Running back. <laughs> the running back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yes. I mean, it was uh, it was it was good. I'd give my college career a solid C plus. You know, I was okay, better than most, and and worse than some. So I mean, it was it was uh, that's uh, no, it was a good career. That's but humble. Was, yeah, I like, I like that. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It, it was great. I mean, the, the the relationships you make and and the experiences you have, it was great. We, um, you know, I got two conference title rings out of the deal and let's not forget who we beat for those. It was, you know, North Dakota state. So sure. yeah, we always say buck to Fison. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's and brutal. now they're on a string. They've been on Man. a run so the last five, six years. Yeah. What's the deal? Yeah. Just out recruit everybody. They're the Alabama of, of kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, it's something, I mean, I can't downplay it. They're, they're a good club and they always, and it's have. been multiple coaches too. Right. Right. That's what's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, huh. it, 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 they got something going on. And How do you recruit to North Dakota? I was just up there it's, over the weekend. I'm just, you know, I was passing through. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> you don't stay for too long. You know, no. that's funny you bring that up. It's, you know, a lot of my teammates were from Arizona, you know, California. But, you know, they always come up for the visits like July and August, right? It's uh-huh. like, oh, that's not so bad. It's pretty warm. But then 
December, really? January. They're like, they never said anything about yeah. <laughs> you know, 30 below, yeah. wind blowing. Yeah. yeah. But they get used to it. That's so. not part of the sales pitch. Right. No. Right. No. Right. There's tons of women. Just yeah. get up here. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll show you. Yeah. I yeah. swear they're here. <laughs> Drink 10 more beers and we'll show you. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> they went out for the week. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And so, uh, 2010, fast forward. Uh, moved home, was working in the family business, and uh, was playing in an old man flag football tournament. Cut to, um, literally on a cut to, didn't have any contact, but I was staring at the bottom of my foot, had um, messed up my leg really good. I dislocated my left leg and uh, just smashed and, and made my whole left knee garbage, and then the two bones below were um, broken as well so that compound well, fracture well they were they were they were fractured but they weren't compounded luckily because those happened after my first step so i reset my own leg because it was dislocated oh. it, oh. i'd seen it was before it, it was dangling no nope, it was no. bent in the wrong direction straight oh, up. oh I mean, my god! but i was hopping so i i mean the long story short it it uh it, it got set in my first step is when I broke the bones below. So I got a new MC, ACL, CPC, new meniscus, and then um, a little bit of hardware below. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, like most young men, you sit around at that age, um, throw a pity party, right? Drink yeah. too much. How old were you when that happened? Um, so I'd have, been, I'd have been 24, 24 okay. 25, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. To the, make All right. Math wow. here. Yeah, That's sorry. Brutal. Yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, it, Mid twenties, what what's what's the guy to do? Yeah, I drank too much and threw a hell of a pity party and and uh, just started running. As far as recovery went, um, was obviously going to PT and those were all things I knew that I could do. But to be able to not put my own sock on or put my uh, pants on or drive myself normally, that it's a tough pill to swallow when yeah. it's the first time you've told you've been told you can't physically do those things. Right? Sure. Right. And so. It was uh, it was an eye opener, and like I said, it was um, a long couple months. Fast forward, started running. At first, it was around the block. Then it was a mile or two, and then um, I think my curiosity probably got the better of me, and just started uh, searching for longer distances and found those. Um, not competitively yet, but you know, found those 20, 30, 40 mile distances on my own. Huh. Um, just How? unknowingly knew that there was, you know, it was pretty naive of me to think that it was like people to actually go do that just for um shits you know, and giggles yeah compete, right yeah. yeah i find the distance from like the couch to the fridge for a beer like i know <laughs> i know yeah. that i know that distance really well yeah. <laughs> like, but you do yeah, it enough yeah. like, it depends on how You're many like, times you that do that carpet is worn <laughs> out it, yeah i'm like oh man i'm thirsty beer so how, how long did it take you to build up to 20 30 miles yeah a year? Yeah, I'd say so because you battle injuries, right? I, I was coming off a, a pretty substantial injury and I had dead foot, right? In the, it was, when I dislocated my leg, I had stretched and frayed so many nerves in that, in, in, in my leg that uh, it, it just hung, it, like, it hung. Just hung. Like, it, like a, was it numb? It, like, yeah, it's still numb. I still have terrible numbing and it's a danger when it gets cold because it's susceptible to frostbite sure. and yep. um, different things but uh yeah you you get used to it and so i got used to running with it and it slowly started to come back it uh, before you knew it i didn't need the foot lift or anything but yeah it took a year or two to get into yeah. it and then ultimately uh fast forward to 2015 i um fast forward let's go back to 2013 14. i was going to competitively run a full marathon and uh it, it, 
I had to cut her short because I proposed to my wife after the Lincoln Marathon. I, I didn't budget enough time because I thought I could run the full marathon in the amount of time that she ran the half. Wrong. I was nervous anyway. So I'm like, I was I'm doing sure the she math. loved you for that. Yeah. Too. Well, if anybody's ever run the Lincoln, it's a split. It's like yeah. You go yeah. here, you go there. Uh -huh. And I was about to go there. I did did some arithmetic real quick. I'm like, no. Bolton I'll duck plug. in. I bailed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want to run another 13. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I was nervous, right? I was sure. going to just propose to my wife, right? Yeah, so right. On the 50-yard line, I uh, I proposed to Sarah, and, and uh, you know, fast forward, here we are with That's uh, awesome. number wow. four on the way. But back to the running portion, it was uh, um, 13 was the longest I had ran, and then uh, 2015, um, body felt good, everything was in rhythm, and I signed up for my first ultra, and it was 100 miles. So I went from 13 miles to my first 100 mile competitively. That's not... A normal no. jump. No, that no, is not. It's I, not. I think of Forrest Gump. I'm just like I. <laughs> I just started running. You know, I like, was running. Man. I was running. You know, like yeah, that's what course. I think. You just start running. And you're just like, all right. The first that yeah. six felt good, and right. then you're like, yeah, you ten's okay. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. beard while he's running. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm thinking of because that I mean that kind of jump. Normal people just don't make that jump. Right. What's what's wrong with you? Yeah. That's a, um, yeah, what's, that's a loaded question. Yeah, that, <laughs> where do I start? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> you know, people, okay, so like I like to do hard things. Sure. I'm pretty curious, and I appreciate, you know, when you, when you go run those, you know, those 20, 30-mile runs, how you feel when you're done, right? Alex and I had talked before. It's like you cranked out that 10-mile run. You felt like Superman afterwards, right? I don't know about Superman, but you're pretty, I felt, I felt but you feel, good. But you feel accomplished. Yeah, I Yeah, accomplished. like you're just like, man, I did it. I That's hated it. it while I did it, but, yeah. man, I did it. Yeah, sometimes it's grueling. But before that run, you were curious enough to say, hmm, how's this going to go, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. But you just laced them up, and you went for it. You got done. Same thing as running 100 miles. It's just, you know, 9X, right? <laughs> I signed up. I just yeah, signed you up. just make it sound so casual. Well, it's just, you know, it's just 10, 10, <laughs> 10 times 10, 100 miles. Why not? And that's how you break it down. You know, you can't, you know, I always say, people always ask me, how do you run 100 miles? It's like one mile at a time. Yeah. You can't, well, yeah. You can't do it all at once, right? Sure. You don't, when you're on mile one, you don't think about mile two. You think about mile one. Right. You do that 100 times, you're done. Yeah. And so, like, huh. it's, not overcomplicated. What, if you're going to think about taking on a 100-mile event, that's the best advice I can give you. Don't ever do math. Don't do arithmetic while you're running because if you start that game, it's going to be a long day. It's oh, like, yeah. Boop, boop, hear your little watch go off. Like, what was that, two? Oh, oh. Right, 98 to go. It's like, you did <laughs> yeah. game over. Yeah, right? yeah. No like, kidding. Don't do that. Don't put yourself through that gluttony because it, uh, it, it makes for a long day. I've done it. What are you, what are you thinking about when you're running? Yeah. Are, are you, you, well, you, have you have to have Sometimes. music, something. Sometimes. And so, not all the time. Uh, for me, running is very unadorned. It's simple. I, I, you know, I run three businesses. I'm a pretty, it's, life's pretty hectic with the boys. And so I appreciate the solitude and the simplicity of running, right? So, like, I do run with music sometimes. I like to educate myself. I listen to a lot of books on tape. Call me old-fashioned, but, like, I love American politics. I like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I just... It, it, the Brother it, Said podcast now. Yeah, yeah. That'll <laughs> kill an hour. Right, Something right. new to talk. Yeah. That'll it. kill a few, or a few miles. We'll load, it up the, yeah. load up the iPod, right? Yeah. But, and, and so in those races, uh, you either have a pacer. Most, most races will allow a pacer after 50 miles for pretty much safety. 
example, Leadville. I ran Leadville last August. You know, that's an r- entire 100-mile race that never dips below 100 th- or 10,000 feet. That's, a, that's oh. 100 miles all above 10,000 feet. You go wow. up over Hope Pass, which is almost 14,000 feet, right? You run all day. You don't have a pacer. You get tired. Um, sometimes. What do you mean pacer? Like so, you're chasing so, a motorcycle or a rabbit so or let's a say, person? Let's say <laughs> I call you up. I say, hey, Justin, I need a pacer for this race. I pay for you to travel and come with us. Um, you stay with us from usually Thursday, Friday through to Sunday when the race is over. And I'll pick you up at an aid station of one of these 100-mile races, and then you'll be with me for 40 you know, 10 to 40 miles. So sometimes these races are so rigorous. Um, I'll have a couple pacers and I'll pick you up at mile 50 or 60, whenever the race allows. And then we'll run 10, 15, 20, sometimes 40 miles. And then uh, you get home safe. Yeah. Just running yeah. together. Wow. Yeah. And so you, when you say pacer, they're setting the pace like, Hey, I want to run a nine minute mile mm-hmm. set me sometimes yeah because sometimes yep yeah. and other times that's not allowed like there's no mule and so he can't like carry my hydration or my water or my calories or anything like that he's just there to keep me awake and from running off the edge of a mountain you know in other races when you're trying to hammer out a you know 14 15 hour 100 mile race it's like hey i've got some goals here you know that's still averaging seven, eight minute miles for a hundred miles, right? So it's like when you oh, run that man. long and you ask that much of your body for that long, you get weird. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit yeah. goes weird, right? Just yeah. to sign up is weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like you meant. stop to take a piss, or you like, uh, you know, you need some food, what have you. It's easy to get lost, and you know, it's the same mundane thing. Sure. For fifteen yeah. out, fourteen, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen hours, right? Yeah. So when you're trying to keep hammering. It's easy to get lost and you get you get you just get weird and that stuff can be mitigated obviously by the science of of, the calories you put in sure sodium magnesium all those things that uh you know you need to stay up on you know your protein and the hydration you have within all those miles but um your pacer will be there to help you uh keep those things rolling in i think did you take a piss if weird is one of the things that (laughs) happens i think we might be able to do it yeah you're weird as shit that's true (laughs) What are, what are you eating on the on the run? You know, I I picture you crushing bananas like Sometimes. Donkey Kong up there. Well, yeah. who's oh, the if you're eating all this stuff? Yeah, who's who's carrying the colostomy bag? Because that's I mean that's <laughs> like you just hook that to your waistband or yeah. I mean because otherwise let, you just let it happen. Because no, I've I I've heard on marathons like your bottom half goes numb, so you can't even like tell when you have to take a dump. So people are just shitting themselves. Well. One of the guys that I used to work with, he was running the St. Louis Marathon and watched someone shit themselves right in front of him. Like, really? And he's like, well, I better pass this guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's going to kick some up on me. <laughs> Stay upwind. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, those guys are asking a lot of their body um, in a shorter, you know, your heart, your, your heart rate's higher for a shorter period of time. You know, you're talking, you know, two and a half, four and a half hours, you're redlining your body the whole time, right? 180, 190 beats per minute. So things like that happen. Sure. You know, in an okay, ultra, that makes sense. You know, we're 145, 150. We're, you know, you could get up to 180, 190, but that means you need to back it down. I don't believe in watching, you know, things like that, but you can obviously tell you're overdoing it. I mean, you're going to bonk if you say, I'm going to go out here, I'm going to run this entire 100 miles with 190 beats per minute. And, it's just uh, not sustainable. It's not. It's impossible. It's not going to happen. And, you know, in those higher altitudes and those a lot those races that are a lot of up and down um example hurt 100 i ran the hurt 100 in january in hawaii you know that's that's 
30, I think it's over, it's under 35,000 feet of elevation gain in descent in 100 miles. You know, that's up and down Everest twice in, you know, less than 30 hours, right? No kidding. So like that, you're not running the whole time, right? Yeah. So for me, like if you get in rhythm and you're, you're power hiking, you know, that heart rate gets down there and, you know, it's a sustainable pace for, for 100 miles for sure. Power hiking. Huh. All right. That, that's no. what we were doing when we did our 14er. Yeah, we did a 14er last year, last, last August. Year. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Which one? Uh, Quandry. Quandry P. Cool. It's, cool. yeah. <laughs> we just look at each other. It starts with what? a Q. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, uh, yeah, Quandry Peak. It's one of the more popular ones by Breckenridge. Yep. But, sure. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, we did it with our dad. Cool. So he's cool. 60. He's 64. Was 64 when he did it? Because he just turned 65. Okay. I think 66. Anyway, he's Beautiful. in his mid 60s. And, uh, yeah, so it was a bucket list for him. And we'd kind of always, t- we'd talked about doing it, but obviously had more faith in ourselves than a 65 year old guy. But, what you know, did really well. That's awesome. Yeah, he did it. He did well. You know, rocked it, honestly. I assume you've probably done quite a few. You know, not as many as you'd think. You know, it's, it's as you guys can attest to, there's very few 14ers that you can actually run up, right? Sure. And so, uh, so I'm, what are you saying? If you can't run it, you ain't doing it? I can't run that one. I'm out, guys. <laughs> you know, I'd be glad to take my kids up and, you know, do a day hike or something like that. But it's tough, too. You know, a 14er on a day hike, you start early. I mean, it, yep. there's some yeah. that are doable from the trailhead. But, yeah, I mean, we have a, have a home in Colorado in Grand Lake, so we, you, we sleep at 9,000 feet. But, you know, there's there's... You know, you're surrounded by 14ers with they're they're all within you know two hours. Um, mm-hmm. Not all of them, but yeah, know, buzz up to Estes Park and and uh, and hit some of those which are um, on the bucket list. But you know, if I'm going to go after a 14er, I'm going to try and FKT it. You know, fastest known time and try and oh, you know yeah. buzz up, come down, ascent, descent, fast as you can, and then uh, mitigate the the neck breaking and ankle twisting. FKT it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I'm like, FKT, no idea. <laughs> Thank you for breaking it down. You bet. Yeah. You bet. <laughs> we saw some guys carrying bikes up. Yeah. And we're like, what? They carried their bike. bike they bu- carried their bike all the way up. And then they Rip. said it was more rocky than they expected. Okay. And then ended up carrying it probably a third the way down. They got on it when they could. Sure. But it was just some parts, the rocks were just There's too no big way. and you just. It was you just too over, steep. You're going yeah. over. Oh yeah. yeah. And I was like, we're planning. Yeah, and yeah, they didn't. They probably should have hiked it once, yeah. and then been like, okay, we can bring our bikes up here. Yeah. But I was like, we both are like, that's kind of cool, but also a little insane, because <laughs> if one wrong turns, yeah. Bye bye. Isn't there an app for that? There goes Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new bike partner. <laughs> so, uh, when you go up elevation like that. Do you take any breaks or it's just full bore? You mean like to compete or just go for it? Like just so being it. a flatlander? Uh, well, in a race. Yeah. We're talking okay, a race. Yeah. So yeah. being a flatlander, yeah, that's terribly tough. I mean, it's, uh, you know, that was my first high, high altitude race. And I was obviously that gives a guy a bit of anxiety to, to know if you could do it or not. But obviously that's why you sign up for, you know, competitive races. And I'm not going to lie. Leadville took me three years to get into you know it's not like they just let any any really swinging guy in there to take a crack at it because you gotta you, you have um, to qualify correct okay and then you and then it's um a lottery system as well so you know i i finished uh top 30 at leadville and that was uh there was you know almost 900 runners in that one 
But what do the what do the runners look like? Do they look like you, like felt and cut and you know super runnerish, or they you know it, look kind of crazy and weird? Because that's what I picture. <laughs> good question. <laughs> they come in all shapes and sizes, and you know I think that's the beauty of ultra and it's in its own right too, and that's half the allure for me, right? Running 100 miles is hard. Um, whether you cross the finish line first or you cross it last, you covered 100 miles on foot. And right. people's whys are so different. They're so, like, if you take 900 people and you say, go run 100 miles in Leadville, Colorado, they're all out there for different reasons. But the goal's the same. Sure. They want to finish. Right. They just started running. Right. <laughs> right. And so in races like that, <clears throat> excuse me, you do the arithmetic. Some of those folks aren't going to run, you know, an eight-minute mile all day long. Other folks will average that. Um, it's that's a little gracious, but you know it's a you know a nine ten minute mile is a little more realistic for the fastest. Those other folks need to maintain. You know if they're going to finish under you know twenty uh, under the cutoff, you know they put time limits on these things. They just can't have people out there for a week running hundred yeah. miles. Yeah. You know? So thirty, I, I believe Leadville. And it just keep um, circling back to this one and using it as an example. But it's uh, 30, 30 hours, thirty six hours maybe. Um, uh, cut off time correct for the whole uh, race right because it's so days. high it's it's just so tough level level is like yep. one of the highest like incorporated towns in the u.s right yep yeah. yep you got it you yep. got it and so it's uh yeah they but the people to me who come in right at that cutoff right at let's say it's a 30 hour cutoff right at 29 hours shouldn't be out there no they should be that's the most beautiful you want to see pure human will at its finest you go witness the end of a hundred mile race for someone dancing on a cutoff that's a beautiful thing like it's cool yeah if i go run 100 miles in 14 hours great sure let's go let's wait let's wait and watch that person finish when they have been out there for 30 hours yeah and they just been grinding Have have you ever been close to a cutoff no no do you stay? Do you that. stay for the people that have been? Sometimes, yeah. yeah just I to mean, see the willpower that's that it. Man, you know, pure the human guts, grit, right? Like it's just so contagious. Well, and it's so. In, I would imagine it'd be like super inspirational. It like is. just seeing somebody at their like end. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I would challenge anybody, you know, any of the the viewers and listeners to, to just YouTube that and some of those things. If you have any inclination you want to run 100 miles go witness that pull some of those up and watch those people finish right at the end of a cutoff at uh any of the toughest race uh, at that um hawaii race at the hurt 100 cutoff 30 hours i think it was a 29 59 30 oh. something oh. Cut living on the edge that's the, they call that like the last ass right like but that's just like <laughs> so what what happens if you're 30 and 30 seconds over you just you don't it's you a just, DNF. You did oh, not. Oh no. Yeah. So does somebody come oh. out on the course and be like, just stop running? You know, Jim, like Jim, give it up. Yeah, just hey, I don't know why I keep you're using out. Jim, yeah, Jim, 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 Jim yeah. you are disqualified. Jim sucks. Man. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good question. So they have these aid stations, you know, relatively five to five to twenty miles throughout the race because you got to load up on calories and hydration and those things. Um, they'll. Th- there's cutoffs for those aid stations at oh. certain points of the race too. So if you come into this aid station and you're 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 15 minutes behind the cutoff at that aid station, they're gonna pull you out. They're gonna say, "Look, Jim, you gotta yeah. pack it up, bro. Nice yeah. try. Yeah. I mean, long day for you, but yeah. maybe next year. You know, <laughs> how shitty would that be, Dude, though? Do like, you to have get to get that? Far. Do you have to qualify for all hundred milers? Mo- 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 like you can't just 
anybody like Alex slog into one. No, he can. He can. <laughs> a certain one. You know, some of the le- lesser competitive ones, you can just, you know, sign That's up more my go. speed. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. So do you see people on the course that just from the get don't look like they belong? Totally. Like, like no way this guy's going to be able to do it. Of course. Once again, probably a gym. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah. I made that mistake <laughs> one time and, and I, then I've been beat by them. You know, it's like, really? Yeah, it, 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 let's 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 be honest. 100 miles is a long way, right? So it's like can anything happen. can happen, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, for and sure. So if he has the day of his life, even if he's you know a better athlete than me, he maybe just be tougher than me on that day, right? Just so, mentally in a better it. spot. That's it. Yeah. And I have a bad day. My tummy goes whack. I roll my ankle. It's like <laughs> this homie passes me. It's like hmm. Yeah. yeah. Karma. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> I always say like it's like you want to you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plan, right? It's right. like. I'm gonna win this some bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I'm gonna win this. I don't think I've ever said that. Well, no, Alex said that at volleyball last weekend, and then and then we played. Yeah, and then we lost. Yeah, a lot. A lot. Yeah. Not fun. I'm pretty competitive. Alex but, uh, is super. Com- I'm competitive, but just not on the same level. So. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I've tried to dial it back over the years because as life has gone on, I've lost more. It, I well, was never like at the top of anything. I would say, well, yeah, but you are you are very, you were just very competitive at mostly basketball and like yeah, a lot of things. Track. That you, yeah, track. You I were did really good track. track. Nice. Yeah, I was com- I was good in middle school and then I hit high school <laughs> and just got my doors blown. <laughs> yeah, but I, you were, he ran what, you ran a sub mile, nice. sub five minute mile in eighth grade. One, one time. That's yeah. pretty good. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, he was always at the today, top but. three every track meet. Yeah. 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 Love it. But uh, okay, yeah, things, See, things have thanks, dropped off. Thankfully, he remembers. <laughs> Adam remember. Adam just has been pushing the buttons because yeah. Alex always Thank forgets God to push for the buttons. Today. Yeah. What's the strangest thing that's happened to you on a course? Hmm. Something that really just like, why, why now, or you know, anything from cramping to well, cramping is not imagine, that weird yeah, in a no, row. I mean, I'd imagine it's got to be worse than that. The, so, could or be a better, long list. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> like, those chicks are making out over there. I'm like, yes. Yes. I knew I signed up for this for this race for a good reason. You do. You yeah. do get into some. Oh wait, I'm just seeing something. <laughs> That'd probably be it, though. Really? You see, I mean, uh, get delusional out there. Totally. So those things can be. Um, just tons of naked chicks. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they were that cool. You guys <laughs> didn't. You guys didn't see those naked chicks out there? No, bro. My, what have you been smoking, Adam? <laughs> Uh, a polar bear holding a uh, um, like a, a assault rifle, sniper rifle, <laughs> in prone position <laughs> over a rock, pointing his pointing his, his sniper rifle at me. He had he had a bead on me. I said, "Oh shit!" Do I keep like, running. Do I, really? I better pick up the yeah, pace. Yeah, at the, and so in complete humility, that was my first uh, hundred miler, and and I didn't have a freaking clue what I was doing. Obviously, I only ran half marathon at the time. Yeah. Standing at the start line in some car hearts because I was freezing and like I think we were in Arkansas or Missouri or something and and uh, yeah man I got behind on my nutrition I didn't have my sodium levels were off I didn't have any you know proper magnesium or chomps or any I didn't I just quit eating because obviously I didn't know what I was doing and were you um, just nervous is that why you were nervous um, just didn't know right so I I went out too slow and then I got bored and then I went out and then I went too fast for too long and then i got sick 
and then once I get sick, you don't have any calories. And then, you know, when I say sick, I was throwing up and, and you know, pooping. Dry and things. Yep. Yeah. Just couldn't keep anything down, so there's no calories. And then you push your body that long and not being used to um, the sleep deprivation. Because my first one was was my longest run. That took me 24 hours. And uh, um, just over, yeah, it was 24 hours. I think I finished 10th. Um, still, so, yeah, tenth for right, first one on a on a on a, but with not knowing what I was doing, I was extremely humbled by the whole experience. But I didn't have a, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't set any goals, right? I didn't think I would. Was there ten well, people running? <laughs> yeah, let's see, that was there was there's a couple hundred. I'd probably say that's there. impressive. Well, who do you even talk to, you know, to relate with on ultras? There, there's yeah. not many people who do them. Yeah, good question. So tonight, um, we're doing a. Um, kind of a Q&A, you know, me and Lori from uh, Fleet Feet here in Omaha and Lincoln, we're putting on, so I, I sit up there for an hour or two, or um, we have to limit it to 25 people, unfortunately, with social distancing, but sure. we've opened it up for two, three weeks. We'll be doing um, a series in Lincoln as well, but people just come in, if they have any any interest, they just come in and say, how do I get into this sport? What do I do? I'll just sit up there and me and my wife answer. I, uh, All honest disclaimer, I'm no doctor. I'm no nutritionist. I have, you know, I'm I'm not a doctor in the Western sense of the word. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Eastern medicine. Yeah, you're the guy. You so I, I, you know, I sit up there and say, this is what doesn't work, or this is what hasn't worked for us because we've we've been there. You know, I think I have almost 20, 100 mile finishes under my belt, and we've seen a lot of this world, and we've seen a lot of what not to do sure. in those you know various corners of the country. But from uh, somebody or yourself, correct? Just correct through your trial by fire. So tw- you you think you. Wow, I can't yeah, talk. So, twenty, you finished twenty. Yeah, so so with that, you know, it's been it's been interesting to to travel, and I think me and my wife, Sarah, we we love getting out of our comfort zone. We love traveling. We love introducing our boys to new things and getting them out of their comfort level. I think that's a huge part of growing up. We've been blessed to do that. You know, financially, um, we can we can swing some of those things from a from a calendar standpoint. We. We try to plan out the whole year, obviously, if you're injured or not, but we've averaged two to six 100-mile races every year for the last five years. And so that has given us an amazing opportunity to watch our kids grow and eat different foods and be out of their comfort zones and yeah. meet new people in different cultures. I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's priceless. You know, I think that's a huge part of growing up. And Are all the races in the U.S.? No, no, okay. not all of them. There's a lot in the um, you know, it's it's sad. It saddens me that uh, you know that before the pandemic there was a ton. You could go run a hundred miler every weekend, right? But I just don't think that like a lot of um, you know you run as a race director, you run a race like a business, or you should. Yeah. And a lot of them do, and I just don't know if they'll survive after this. So I don't think you'll see a lot of those races. I think the number of races will 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 compress. I mean, eventually sure. come back, but. Yeah, it'll take time. Correct. Yeah, but it'll make the races that you're in more competitive. You think so? Absolutely. Everybody's trying to get in those few. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I, um, January, we were in Hawaii, and then I, you know, I did a, uh, I put together, uh, me and my able team put together, philanthropic. I've always wanted to put a philanthropic footstep Mm -hmm. to uh, running 105 miles. I've just never been able to, or running 100 miles. I've just never been able to figure out how to raise money while running you know sure yeah like not a lot of people get on board like it's like we well, go run all the time why am i gonna pay you to do it it's right like, well the why the cause was apparent in this instance and, sure and sure. we raised some good money so other than those two runs you know i've registered for a 100 mile race every month 
um, since February, and they've all been canceled. Wow. wow. Right. So how do you how do you keep it up then? Like, because you're if you're signing up for one every month, how do you like just keep the body going so you're ready? Yeah, I just try to. <clears throat> Good question, and I wonder that too. You know, it's like you you have to step back and take a look at your training and say, how are we going to do this? Because for me, I you know, you never I I've never woken up in the morning and been like, let's go run 100 miles. This is going to be fun. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, appreciate the you, process more than a, sure. the actual race, and I like getting up early. I wake up, I start my day early. Um, I what try time? three, four in the morning every day. Wow, yeah, so I get up, get those grind those miles out. He doesn't Get drink. That's, I, that's pretty obvious. Yeah, there's no way yeah. you're putting down some Coors, <laughs> Coors. Coors, Coors, and then getting up at 3 o'clock and knocking out some miles. Used to. Yeah. I, honestly, I did. And, but and, you'll put in 10 miles a day at least? At, at minimum. So that's my, you know, 10, 13 miles is my base mileage, and that's usually what I hover around until I register for another race. And then once I get on, um, the docket and find one that lines up logistically with my work schedule and uh, the family life and everything kind of has to, the stars have to align. Sure. Then I'll start a training block and I try to do my big miles, my big mile weeks, uh, six weeks out. So okay. my training block will consist of roughly, you know, depending on what the, what's happening, uh, in my professional careers and in, in family life, but, uh, eight, eight, uh, I've done it four weeks and, uh, you know, eight, to eight to four week training blocks. Um, if I can, so it's a build up. And then obvious taper, obvious taper down. As you get closer, correct, sure, correct. Yeah, just so like I've ran them. I'm trying to think. I ran a hundred mile race, and then 28 days later, I ran another hundred mile race. That's wow. the closest I've ever done. Um, obviously, your 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 end result of that second one was obviously not what it could have been because you didn't recover. But it's crazy. You're talking a it. month later, but yeah. it takes. I would assume it would it would take me like two weeks to recover from a marathon you know just aches and pains and i would say longer maybe no i mean i'm tip-top shape oh yeah so it wouldn't take me quite as long (laughs) as you what's the proper amount of time for recovery do you think a couple months yeah (laughs) good it's it's very relative right to the athlete i would suppose but and your age yeah amen to that bro (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. because it it doesn't get any easier but i tell you that the the, the more dialed in you can have your nutrition and the more disciplined you can be leading up to during your training block actually in the race Mm -hmm. will speed up your recovery and ability to get back out there now my my wife sarah has me dialed throughout the race that um by tuesday race saturday by tuesday i'm running again no problem wow yeah was she an Eastern doctor? <laughs> she's also? a real doctor. Oh, she's a real doctor. <laughs> oh, no, oh, she's not. Yeah. <laughs> a real doctor. Not in the Western course. sense. But. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Like, to be, I don't even think I'd want to run for like a week. Where I'd, or just ever again. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. I mean. I, I'm a firm believer in that, you know, you, you know, when you took your dad up the, up the mountain, you know, uh, he'd probably be a good testament to this too. A body in motion stays in motion, right? So I yeah, think sure. if you, if yeah. you if you sat around for two weeks, you'd probably hurt more. Yeah. That Tuesday runs after a hundred mile weekend is always a grind. It Tight. Sucks. I mean, do you still try to knock out 10? No, I'll hit, you know, I'll do like a reverse taper. I have no idea if that's appropriate to even say in the ultra running community or not, but like, <laughs> so like, that, like <laughs> I just do what I know or all what the, works for me. Right? All the ultra marathoners that are listening just rolled their eyes. Is yeah, that what you're saying? Probably. Like, reverse or, taper. Or like, or like yeah, turns it off. Talking, yeah. You know, they're like this dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, the last week leading up to, I'll do like a, 
10864, 10864-2. So like Tuesday, I'll do like two or four miles. The next day, I'll do like six or eight. Oh, okay. Just feel it out till we're back I love to how miles. six to eight is so nonchalant. So casual. Everyone listens yeah. like... I'm never like when's the last time (laughs) most of us ran that far. The only time I've ever run that far in a, I ran eight miles. That's the farthest I ever run at one time. Okay. And we were doing the market to market. Ah, And so it was just a different animal because you're running like run, wait a couple hours, run, wait a couple hours. So that was the farthest I ever ran was eight miles. But I felt incredible after that. Yeah. That was, that was one of, I ran 645 for eight miles. Wow. That, yeah. You're cruising, man. At, around Zorinsky. Yep. Love Best, it. And I, I'm like, my, I was, it was true runner's high. Like, I felt it. Like, I was like, this is what it feels like. So, what happened to that afterwards? Well, then I, that high just kind of <laughs> left. And well, then I realized, like, running's stupid. Like, I'm done. <laughs> so, I, I would echo that yeah, sentiment. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm, this is, is so dumb. Like, I, who would do this? I, I consistently run around five to seven. Okay. Yeah. That's that's like comfortable daily? for me. Uh, not daily because I'll Come. lift one day. Okay. Uh, cardio the next. Yep. Lift cardio. Yep. Yeah. And, and you so do a lot of biking now. You. Yeah, I've been doing a lot more biking because okay. I've had four knee surgeries. Oof. So I'm trying to. He's got glass knees. knees. Glass yeah. knees. Derek yeah. Rose knees. Yeah. yeah, man, you gotta play nice with those. Yeah. Something yeah. brutal. So walking sometimes they could just tear. <laughs> okay. Not that <laughs> bad, but close. 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 Both. Yeah. Both. Yeah. ACL and both. <laughs> And meniscus twice, yeah. both. Yeah, so basketball. Even. I feel your pain. Basketball's yeah. been bad to Alex. Well, I didn't blow a knee yeah. out like you did. That's that's Pretty a much. whole another level. But yours were non-contact, just like yeah, Adam. Okay. Non-contact. Yeah. Yep. I was just moving so fast. Yeah. You know, it's just hard to cut. It's, it's hard Lightning. to see guys. It's hard to <laughs> stop the body when you're going that fast. Yeah, I was <laughs> like AI out there, just crossing <laughs> people up. That's not true. <laughs> it felt like it. Yeah. It so was like that basketball high. You know? So let's talk more about the run that you did in April to, yeah. for the YMCA. Sure, sure. So this, again, I've always wanted to put a philanthropic footstep to running all these miles, and I've always – there's lots of good causes out there, right? We can all sit here and make a pretty long list, especially right now in the environment mm-hmm. our world's in, right? I mean, there's lots of people in need. I've been on the board at the Y there in Fremont for six or seven years, and, uh, you know, we're always – you know, like any membership-based organization, we're always, you know, trying to balance the budget, right? So, oh, it's, yeah. it's it's tough, and in the community we're in, and the environment that uh, that uh, we were we were dealt with the pandemic, I thought that it'd be cool to um, put together a race and and um, cover those miles in honor of uh, the first responders and the folks working there at the Y that keep watching the kids you know we kept daycares open you know every every we had to shut That's down awesome. but it uh, you know the the first responders and the people that still had to go to work every day needed a place for the kids to go so we, mm-hmm. we you know um kept kept the doors open for them and kept our child awesome. care rolling and and they and still need money and you raised 15 grand uh we were just shy of twenty thousand. Oh, yeah awesome yeah so after it's all said and done um with some of my business partners from able cbd and um the, all the folks in the surrounding community, how we had 40, 40 different business sponsors that um, ponied up. And, you know, my initial thought was that, you know, you could sponsor X amount of miles or pay so much per mile, but that, that kind of fizzled and that business strategy doesn't work evidently. So okay. um, it worked a little bit better to say in, in my whole thing going into this with me and my wife, Sarah, and we kind of partnered with, uh, with, with, with my teammates over there at Able. We said, 
you know, let's not ask for money. It's tough. We can't ask for money. But if you want to, you know, we need to create awareness, right? That was the right. biggest thing. So if you want to, please donate. It will be used. Right. Finances, we're not going to turn away finance um, to, to, um, to anybody. But we wanted to spread the, the word and the cause and, and the why, why I was out there suffering. If I could suffer a little bit to help somebody else that needed it more than I do, <laughs> small price to pay. Why for the why? Did you have why any, for the why? That's yeah. it. The Did why. Did you have any issues? Running that <laughs> yeah, it was a long day, you know, so the whole, the whole day, you know, I kind of had me and my wife and the boys spent, so we like, we like to eat a donut every once in a while. So if we're going to Lincoln, we're going to go to Hertz Donuts, right? Oh so yeah. It's like, I've oh, never been. Oh good. my God. Yeah, it's yeah, good. I'm yeah. missing out. I've had some late night yeah. donuts there. <laughs> yeah. They're, yep. They're in yeah, Taco uh, Bell. Her donut plug, right? Yeah. <laughs> So we, we drove down, drove the route, and uh, we hadn't had one uh, established, but then we drove the route, got a donut, came back. I, th- I said, you know, we could probably do this thing 13, 14 hours, 15, 16, if things go bad. And, um, you know, first half of the day, we, I wanted to get going at four, so we were back on this end um, in a good hour on the, on the Fremont end. People could come out, have a beer hang out at the parking lot of the YMCA. So I ran from Fremont YMCA to Lincoln, downtown YMCA, which is like, it's just uh, 52 and some change uh, nice. miles halfway. Okay. Get down there, got down there, and, you know, I think it was just under seven hours. Got turned around and come home. Pff, Mother Nature, <laughs> she shit on us. I mean, we had rain, we had sleet, we had a little hail, and the oh. wind, man, we had like 30-mile-an-hour headwind. So that just took the wind out of the sails on me. I mean, oh, it was... Yeah. Everything was going okay until then, but in running on pavement the whole way, because we went down pretty much 77 and then hit gravel uh-huh. and then over. On the way home, you just would take the normal way. You would come home from Lincoln to Fremont, and you just jump on 77, come north through Wahoo, Saunders County, Dodge County, yep. home. But Huh. What's the – is sleet and snow the worst conditions? Mm. I mean, what's the strongest wind you've – and I noticed you mm-hmm. keep saying we, like we run, we did yeah. this. Okay. I'm like, you're out there alone, man. Yeah. yeah. I know there's a lot of people helping you, but ain't nobody else hoping it like yeah. you. <laughs> well, you know, I did, you know, and, and it, it does take a village to do those things. And sure. I could not do it without my crew. My crew always consists of my wife and, and my kids. And, and then occasionally my folks or my in-laws um, will tag along. But, uh, um, and then my pacers, uh, this time I was, you know, blessed to have three pacers uh three good buddies of mine that uh stuck it stuck it out with me and and uh yeah they got, they got the brunt of it as yeah. well yeah. so but uh worst conditions hmm. and they're like i'm never doing this again like this is <laughs> it i feel like nebraska you're always running against the wind yeah, so, you know. yeah. It, i was yeah. just the wind was just in my face yeah. you turn around it's still in my face yeah. what happened yeah, yeah no that's it you could be more right it's like all right i'm gonna run straight into the wind that's my mo it's like if i'm gonna go training one run doesn't matter if it's five miles or 30 miles i'm gonna go straight in the wind first and then coast home right yeah yeah that never ends up that way just no. swirling like, the wind's always like swirling like of Oz out there. <laughs> yeah um i ran in a tornado in indiana once that was gnarly you like i wasn't crazy you, you are it was gnarly like the lightning and that was the worst that was like that the most frustrating thing to me is so it's my western states qualifiers of mm, is in indiana i don't remember the name of the race it's in the spring and uh and i was smashing it I think I, it was the fastest, I always say it was the fastest 100 mile I ever ran because I only made it to 92 miles. And, and then 
They called it? No, oh. they should have, but they didn't. And so, like, I ran in first the whole race. Oh. And it was no problem. I think I ran 92 miles in something like 11 hours. And wow. then I had to sit wow. in an aid station for um, yeah, three hours because it was not runnable. Because the I, weather was so bad. Dude, it was gnarly. I mean, I, I just thank God we weren't further, me and my pacer weren't further away, away from, from the aid station. Yeah. And we got hunkered in, and then, man... Did you like see Rigor Mortis said and oh. no, but it, yeah. it ripped some stuff up pretty good really close to the state park we were in and it was wow. man, that was rough. Getting um, going again to finish oh well, did you even start again? Yeah, like oh, it yeah. was over. No, 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 no. You you finished. I could crawl I could crawl seven miles, seven, eight miles, but yes, I think I finished third, but still. Sit. I yeah. eat a lot of Oreo cookies and, and chicken noodle soup, but then I go to stand up, it's like <sighs> another eight. Ugh. After I've done 92. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For three hours. Yeah. I didn't think anybody that I evidently got passed because, or I don't know how they survived out there, but I never. So you're sitting in the aid station and someone goes by you? I guess. I was in a That's, tent, you know, so sure. it's like, I don't see how that happened, but. Yeah. I knew I, there were some guys on my coattail, but I don't know how this i don't know how it all transpired either way so I you're saying win. conspiracy i'm that's saying that's what i'm not i'm, I'm here saying like talk wizard of oz they must have got picked up and it like transported to the, to the finish, finish line because that was unrunnable i mean it was it was disgustingly crazy like dangerous. torrential downpours <laughs> and winds <laughs> yeah and the trail turned to a mud bog you know knee-high mud and it was just gnarly it's kind of like so hurt 100 you know in all honesty i did dnf to hurt 100 in January, that was my second DNF in my career, and uh, a DNF is a did not finish. Now these things happen for various reasons. You get injured, um, weather. A polar bear snipes you. <laughs> <laughs> Takes yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animal did attack. Did not see yeah. that coming. <laughs> and uh, that was, I, uh, I, I, I DNF'd at 40 miles there, but let's put it this way. That, that's a prime example. The Indian. So I run. You run 92 miles in 11, 12 hours. I ran 40 miles in 11, 12 hours. Wow! It was like 11 hours at the hurt. It was it was like a hiking competition to me. I wasn't. I was. I. I we went to Hawaii for 11 days. Um, we didn't see the sun for 11 days. All it did was rain. So that made an extremely challenging course. Sure. Even more dangerous. And uh, I, I broke my toe, and it, it was just it. It was a whirlwind of emotion, and one of the aid stations was a little sketch as far as crime went. So here we are. I'm sending my <laughs> wife off to go, you know, hey, Monty, he's three, you know, at the time. Protect your mom, right? Yeah. Like, you're, you're the man of the race now, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, a few few challenges there, but a lot of guys, uh, you know, the guys who ran top 10 there that day, I think, uh, you know, five, six of the top 10 dropped out at mile 40. It was just not worth it at the time, but uh, we'll get redemption. We'll go back someday. But. Would you consider yourself... A top 25 ultra marathoner in the United States? Mm, no, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, if I had to. Is that you being humble? No, yeah. I think that's pretty true. I mean, it's, it is. Um, if I had a good day, I think I could probably get to that status. But, um, you know, I don't have a coach. I don't, you know, in all humility, running to me is not about being number one or number two. Winning's always fun. You're right. You show me a, show me a, good loser i'll show you a loser but i yeah I, I, i'm probably the latter yeah. <laughs> i wasn't gonna say anything <laughs> you know i've scratched the top 50 in north america as far as 100 mile distance goes but wow um twice two or three times in the last five years but that's just based on speed um 
you know, and those are in some less competitive rate. Well, at that point, it doesn't matter if it's competitive or not. You get second or third, but you still covered that distance in that amount of time, which sure. puts you at that level. So, right. yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I still haven't put together like we all chase, you know, whatever we're passionate about. We all chase that perfect day and that perfect when everything clicks. Right. And you can just mm-hmm. like that eight miles you talked yeah. about around Zerinsky. It's just Sweet clicking off and it just felt, you know, it's just a sexy yeah. day for you. And yeah. you hung your hat on it ever since. Right. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. haven't had a hundred mile day like that. There's always something that goes wrong. Nutrition, um, health, um, mental fortitude. So I, I say with all honesty and humility, that's my second DNF. I, yeah, I was in upstate New York uh, running the Beast of Burden 100, and I DNF that one. That was my first one. So I have two DNFs in my career, and that one was even weirder because I was physically fine. I ran all day long to mile 75 in like, I think it was like eight or nine hours, and I was in first, and I had an hour lead on second place, and I just got Jeez. in the car and went home. Oh, so bizarre. Wow. Yeah. You're just like mentally just couldn't do it. No, I didn't want to be out there anymore. I didn't want to do it anymore in my wife. If you ever see her in an aid station, she's she's a bulldog. She won't ever let me, you know, she's like, you sign up for this shit. You finish this stuff. We're here because of you, you know, finish, right? Yeah. And so I had to, I had to trick her because I, coming into mile 70, I had 12 miles until I saw her again. And I knew that if I came into that aid station at the appropriate pace and time I've been running all day, she wouldn't let me quit. So I had to hammer time so I could get in there before she got there. And oh. so I hammered, and it was at night, obviously. Now, I don't think that race started till 10 or noon. And uh, um, so there's, her and the boys are always sleeping in the car, and I got into the aid station. I took my bib off, turned it in, and then I got in the car, and I was sitting there. She's like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, DNF. She's like, get out of the car. She's like, go finish this race. I'm like, can't throw my bib in. Oh, that was a long ride home from upstate New York. Yeah, no kidding. Who's, who's I more, would think I would have come up lame, like fake an injury. Like I would, but my hammy's just acting up. You know how it gets. Yeah. She'll fix it. That's yeah. the problem. She'll be like, okay, I'll tape it or something. It's like, you can crawl this far. but. So who's more intense then, your wife or Goggins? Hmm. Well, who, okay, yeah. you have to Good explain question. who Goggins is. Good David question. Goggins. I was trying to transition. Yeah, no, that's a great. Do. That's but, uh, yeah, that's a great transition. Yeah. A, a lot of people know David Goggins is this crazy military Navy SEAL guy who runs ultra marathons. That's his big getup. Yeah, and you've ran with him. Yeah, or against him mm-hmm. and beat him at some parts of the race. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a he's a he's a beast. And so we shared some miles in, in Leadville uh, this last year, and that was fun. He's a. <sighs> He's intense. He's the epitome of intense, right? Like, I don't know how that guy, you know, operates so much. Like, it's... it's um, it's not a persona, right? That's literally how he is, right? Well, he's a former Navy SEAL. Yeah. 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 I saw... I looked him up because I didn't... I knew his name, but I didn't really know him. Yeah. And I saw that, like, he lost 100 pounds in three months (laughs) before he became a Navy SEAL. And then ever since Navy SEAL, Mm -hmm. you know, just a different guy, I'm sure. Is he yelling at himself while he's running? Yeah. So we were going up Hope Pass, which is one of the most difficult parts of the race. So you go up. Hope Pass, which is just shy, you know, so you'd be, I think it's 42, 43, don't, don't um, write that down, but I think it's just shy 50 miles, because you turn around at 50, at Winfield Aid Station, which is uh, just over 50 miles, then you turn around and you come home, and you have to summit Hope Pass twice, which is just shy 14,000. So we're going up, and I, I, you know, we're power hiking at this point, I didn't have any sticks or anything, so I was uh, on my quads, head down, gripping, bearing it, 
<clears throat> don't have a pacer or anything, just trying to find some rhythm, and I hear this guy <laughs> yelling at himself. I hear Griffin Bear. I have a different picture. Like, I'm <laughs> sitting on a toilet. <laughs> like, Griffin Bear, baby. There it is. Love it. And he, what did he say? Uh, same thing he always says, you know, like he is just true to form. I mean, if you've ever seen him do anything, workouts, running, um, you've read his book, which is I'd highly recommend, which is yeah. a, a pretty cool uh, memoir. And he's saying, who's going to carry the boat? You can do this, Goggins. Talking, Talking to himself, himself in yeah. third person, my dear. I'm like, yeah, this, is, <laughs> got this, this is hilarious, you know, which yeah. is, a, you know, I had read his book and I thought it was pretty attractive. And and uh, so I, I passed him, you know, up in Overhope Pass. He says, I'll see you. I'll see you. I'm like, I got a Navy SEAL chasing me, right? So I hot dogged it up in Overhope Pass. And then, you know, downhills, my quads were feeling good. So I hammer time down to Winfield and, um, you know, back up. Here we go. Picked up a pacer and we turned around and come back up. So two hours, I summited it first time, back up another two hours. But right before we get to the top of Hope Pass, you know, I, I hear this guy say, I told you, I told you I'd get you. And here he is right right behind me. You know, it's the same situation, but reversed. And so we get to the top of Hope Pass and my pacer says, hey, David, you mind if we snap a pick? And so we shared a pick and then uh, I lost lost track of him, but we both uh, um, uh, headed down the other side of Hope Pass and down to, uh, I think it's Turquoise Lake. And yeah, yeah, it all worked out. So He was one of the top top ultra marathoners in the world wasn't he at one point yeah so he's run some really fast races um that were extremely competitive i know he's done well you know by all rights he's not the fastest out there but either no. am i right so like you know we we align um pretty well as far as pace goes but you know he's had some really decent success at races like the badwater 135 and you know other competitive races that are that he's done really well at so i could only dream to compete like that so have you ever considered that race in Death Valley? Isn't there yep. a race out there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the Badwater 135. Oh, that's the Yep, okay. yep. And I didn't get in this year. Um, I got close. A buddy of mine did get in, so I was going to maybe see if he wanted me to pace him. It didn't matter. Null and void when it got canceled. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, – it's a sweet race, and that sounds awesome. <laughs> so it's Death it's Valley of summer in Death Valley, right? C- correct. So it's uh, usually that hottest first part or in the world. Week. Hottest part of the world. Yep. Yeah. Yep. In the United States. Yep. I don't know if the world. Yep. Northern Hemisphere. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so yeah, you run 135 miles through Death Valley, and then you finish up uh, up a you know you climb 16, 17,000 feet and finish up in the mountains. So it's different though. I mean that you you do that all on road, right? I mean so it's a different kind of race. But on blacktop. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Death Valley, yeah, right? 40 degrees. Yeah. Death Valley is like 120, though. Yeah, 120s, July. 130s. Yeah. So this year in my line it's of insane. business, you know, we, you know, in seed production, we, we, it's always a little difficult to get away in July, right? So yeah. we have a few weeks here where we make or break our year because it's so crucial for pollinating, right? Cleaning mm-hmm. these fields up, getting the crop pollinated, and then uh, hoping that Mother Nature is is sees it, like she doesn't want to pick on us, right? Yeah. This year. Uh, the bad water 135 was uh, early July 6th I think it was planned for so it would have worked out um, for me to go over there I wouldn't feel so guilty splitting on uh, on the biz on on the boys yeah sure do you think you'll do 200 miles I do yeah absolutely Um, there's a couple there's obviously less to choose from but um, absolutely you know uh, the Bigfoot 200 looks looks pretty sweet Um, where's that at that's in California and then Tahoe there's a uh, there's one around Lake Tahoe. That'd be pretty. Yep. Um, uh, Moab. 
Moab 240. Are you, would that be a one like run? Yeah. Nonstop yep. Yep. race? Yep. That would be a full through and through. You'd try to hammer down. Obviously you would try to grab a nap or two, but try to keep those within, you know, a couple minutes time. It's amazing what you can do with power you know, nap, three to seven minutes of sleep or uh -huh. longer. But uh, sure. yeah, yeah. Depending on the day. For they, like call, an hour. they call it a micro nap. <laughs> micro napping. Yeah. 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 It's a new, it's new. I don't yeah. know much about it. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I'm the Dude at work that really? I told you about. Are we going to name drop? No, he'll, he'll hold. No, I'm not going to name drop. <laughs> we might bring him on sometime. Okay. Anyway, he'll hold something in his hand. Okay. So when he falls asleep, he holds it like off ah, the bed. Nice. When it drops, it wakes him up. Interesting. So it's like a super quick, like two, three minutes, almost like a doze. So when it starts to get heavy and his hand gets weak and drops the object, nap over. Dude, micro nap love that yeah he's super like health guy okay i mean like, he eats japanese beetles he's eating japanese beetles yes <laughs> yeah Fried i'm a weird one yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's super weird and he gets made fun <laughs> no, of for no, it no no yeah. that, that, that there's got to be something to it oh yeah he said it tastes like chips when you fry them up i i don't doubt it yeah so <laughs> not that i'm gonna try it <laughs> that's on them <laughs> yeah no well, they're not probably not omaha beetles right? well no, no they, they were they were yeah found yeah, behind the fire station so yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably heavy pesticide beetles. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. We can talk about him another time. Barbecue. Yeah. Um, so what's the furthest race, Ultra? So is 200 the cutoff? Consecutive. So they, okay. they coined those and they set cutoffs to them. And there's multi-day races. So, example, um, you know, there's, they, there's this race called Six Days in the Dome. I think it's in Michigan maybe but they you just get on a track and you run for six days and see how far you can go so within those let's say that's the 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 the, the longest part six days x amount of hours see how far you can go it stair steps down so there's a hundred rate hundred mile race built in there there's a 48 hour those are all like timed races but that's where you get the most miles right so like yeah. there's real long ones out there but yeah man i i don't know i don't that doesn't seem like on, see how many laps you can do on a track. Right, but that that's does how you not get seem attractive. That's how you get really fast times out there too, built into like hundred mile distances too. It's just like it's it's just all it's all relative. Sure, to, I mean if it's you're still up in Leadville, if you're up in Leadville, that's quite a bit different than running on a track. Yeah, yeah there's a broad spec. You're exactly right. There's a broad spectrum of what you want to accomplish. Do you want to run fast or do you want to have an adventure? You know, fulfill some curiosity in running uh, a long ways. So last question here before we wrap up. Yeah. In the wintertime, <clears throat> are you running outside or are you on a treadmill? Uh, primarily outside. Do so you ever run on a treadmill? I do. Really? I do. So w w with, uh, you know, I've got an MRI tomorrow morning. Um, don't tell any of my competitors. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, you know, we'll see how that plays out. But I can, I can run outside, no problem with it. Um, uh, but I don't w want to continue to because it flares up bad after that yeah so um another good example is with all these virtual races going on right now we're doing a hundred thousand foot virtual race so i'm trying to get a hundred thousand feet of virtual ascent because leadville is canceled um mm -hmm. they just did a virtual one but i got a nordic nordic track that goes up to 40 percent um incline and that's a great way to get a lot of vert real quick. So I'll use it for that. It's a great way to get vert living in Nebraska too, instead sure. of doing hill repeats and things like that. So, yeah. um, yep. And then lightning, I won't mess around with it. It's just not worth it to me. And yeah. then, uh, when it's, um, 
you know, dog dead cold, like you're talking negative 30, negative 20 wind chills. Why? I'm not yeah. going to, I'm not going to go there. I can run with my shirt off in my barn. I'm right. going to do that. I'm not going to go. Right. I've, I've done it, but I, I run in one year's time. The worst was I ran 115 degrees in the summer and I ran in negative, I think it was 25 degree wind chill. And wow. that's just, they make really good gear out there so you can get away with it. <clears throat> um, you just but how often are you going to see that on the course? You know, right, right. But I think you know it's just the same thing. It's you if you train and punish yourself and suffer during the training block, it's like well the race will be easier. I sure, guess, but. right. It's all mental. It you is. said it's ten percent physical. Yeah, ninety mental. What, 90 what's, mental. The, what's the most you put on a treadmill? Miles. Mm, I ran a fifty k on a treadmill. Oh. 30 miles, one setting. Oh. Easter. It was three Easter. miles is hard. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, yeah. that's that's it forever. Was, man. It was long, but so I I I didn't. I wouldn't say I cheated a little bit, but the beautiful thing of a treadmill is like, yeah, you're at zero, right? Zero percent incline. You hammer out an hour and a half, and you crank out some Netflix, and you get through your Outlander series, and then, yeah. you, then you get you're like, oh man, I'm getting tired. You can go down, right? So that treadmill goes down too. So I ran downhill for another hour, and then oh, I'm bored. Let's go. Let's climb a little bit, and you know, yeah, four, yeah. four, four and a half hours, you're done. But it, that's not that's you know that's two movies. Think about it. Right? Yeah, it's not that far. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I usually run in terms of movie length. <laughs> More like trailers. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, Adam, it's been awesome having yeah, you on man, here. Very interesting. Super guys, interesting. Guys. I want, We wanted to get into more with you about your businesses and stuff, yeah. but we're... We'll come back. Yeah, yeah. we'll come we'll back when I can back. have a beer, all right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So look up Adam Monkey, M-O-N-K-E, on Instagram, Facebook. Where else you at? Yep, uh, I do have Twitter. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm old-fashioned. I don't do social media. I never have. But with this running career and things like that, I do have um, a little bit of a platform there. My wife manages them. Uh, my sure. wife manages them. Styrofoam <laughs> cup and string <laughs> yeah. for some of you. Yeah. 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 I do, uh, you know, Morse code. <laughs> yeah. Too, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, great having you on. Yeah, uh, it's been awesome, man. Good luck in the future with all your running uh races that potentially could be coming up and yeah. look forward to hearing from you. Thanks guys. Yeah. Yep, appreciate thanks. you.